Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Aloha, everyone. Hello. Hello. Um, To our listeners, uh, Rose is repping a very beautiful hat right now. Um, Yes, I'm wearing a hat uh, that I got in where, Daniel? (laughs) I think a little place called Hawaii. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I got this hat in Hawaii and Mm. it says Aloha. For those of you people that are watching the video, you'll you'll see this. Yeah. Do you you know that um, actually in Hawaii, apparently Aloha means hello and goodbye? Yes, I do know that, Daniel, actually. So, have you been, Daniel? Uh, I haven't I haven't actually been yet. I need to go. Um, oh, it is so nice. But I was thinking about this. You know, if you're saying aloha all the time and you're on the phone, how do you know whenever whenever to say goodbye? Because you're like, aloha, hello, aloha. <laughs> Start the conversation <laughs> Nice again. joke that you stole from uh, Miss Congeniality, Daniel. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, little God joke damn. stealer. I, I love that film. <laughs> oh, my God. I've watched that film so many times. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> Anyways, um, I w- well, you know, we actually tried to record this before and we're having some technical issues. Mm. And uh, I was just telling Daniel that I used people used to always ask me if I was from Hawaii. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yes. Do I look what, like I'm from Hawaii? <laughs> well, t- to be honest, and this might sound a little like bad, but I just don't know what a typical person from Hawaii looks like, to be honest. They kind of, I mean, they do look like Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're like slightly darker. They kind of like, yeah. I think there's a lot of, actually, I'm not sure if Hawaii natives look, I don't know what Hawaii natives are supposed to look yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but well, a may- lot of them are kind of like Filipino looking. And I think a lot of people are Filipino okay. or Japanese. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. So basically, after I mean, when I was holiday, there, a lot of people look, yes. When you're dark as hell and you've been yes, on I holiday. I look very Hawaiian. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. I mean, I don't mind. I think it's, I take it as a compliment. It looks exotic, you know? Exactly. Well, exotic. True. Speaking of exotic looks, um, funny story recently that happened to me, um, on, uh, an app that some people may know called Tinder. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was chatting with this guy and this guy just randomly messaged me and he was like, he just said Korean. Like he just said, he didn't even like fully, he just said Korean. And then I was like, what? And then he's like, I'm guessing you're mixed. Korean. And I was like, <laughs> n- uh, like, you know, good guess, but like, I'm a hundred percent white. So, you know, I like, <laughs> you know, that, that pe- <laughs> I like that people think it though, like, because it makes me look exotic, but like, I don't see it. So many people say that Daniel looks half Asian and I have never mm-hmm. been able to see it. But I mean, again, it is, it is probably a compliment exactly. because most people, yeah, most people say that half Asians or halfers in general are yeah. better looking. This is very so, true. So I'm going yes. to take, take that and run, you know, take that little bit of... <laughs> Even though you're a white boy. <laughs> you know, I'm about <laughs> as white, white as they as come. Yeah. 
<laughs> all the way from Yorkshire. <laughs> from, oh my god! Oh my god! That is so funny. That's true. Like the like yes. really the a white place in um the whitest <laughs> place of all. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty white. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, when you think like when you think real white person mm. it's probably like england to me england comes to mind that's like the that's whitest true. place of all whiteness yes <laughs> oh god damn rose oh god, god damn. damn well you also be from mississippi i am that's mm. that be my roots <laughs> <laughs> oh god i don't think anyone else finds this funny but anyway yeah probably not a bit of a pause there daniels oh god damn no i Guys, said probably just- probably not you know uh-huh. Well, okay, just letting you know, guys, if there's like a weird, awkward pause, it's not because we're weird and awkward. It's because we have connection issues. And by we, Rose means me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's wrong with your Spanish Wi-Fi, Daniel. Okay, but you're going to have to fix this Spanish Wi-Fi situation. I know. Well, some days it's like perfect. And then other days it's I know, some days it's, it's like, fine. Yeah, and then other days but it's But is like, there someone else at home with you right now? What's that? Like, is there someone else using your internet at the moment? Maybe there is. Maybe that's what the issue is. Like, I don't know. There is definitely yeah. my, my roommate's home. So. Oh, my God. So they need to, like, get faster internet, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> or I could just say when I'm recording the podcast and just say, please, can everyone just get off the internet for, like, <laughs> one hour? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of rude. But. Uh, true, true, true. <laughs> I mean, if, the, if they're nice, you could be like, do you mind? Yeah. Uh, but then just, also that is kind of rude. We, I mean, it's not rude. Yeah, true. But. Because it's a like, what bit. are they doing? You know? Yeah, true. They could be watching a movie or something, know. though. Yeah, exactly. So we don't want to be rude. You That's know, very we're true. very nice, accommodating people. Mm. Anyway, today, guys, this is like an impromptu episode. We are just yeah. recording because we wanted to talk about the Oscars. Yes, dun, dun, dun. very much so. And um, um, the fact that uh, my favorite movie of 2019 won the Oscar. Yeah. Which and one is that, Daniel? Parasite. And it's funny because, like, I think we actually talked about this in another podcast because I think. We did. Yeah, you were like, oh my God, Daniel, you have to watch this film, blah, blah, blah. I never did. Yes. Um, until, until now. I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> I know. You were like, you have to watch this film, blah, blah, blah. And I do, the thing is, I do love, like, I love movies in general. I just haven't, you know, I just, I never got around to watching yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm actually, you know, oh my God, what was I going to say? I'm excited that we're doing this, like, impromptu one because I think it's like, I know. You know, it's good. We're talking about the Oscars. It's happened recently. And there's some pretty exciting and big things that happened there. So, and not to mention that Rose's favorite film won several awards. Yes, several. Four, I believe. Yeah, it, was it was nominated, four. I believe, for six, and it won four. Yeah. Now, for those of you guys that don't know, I talked again, we talked about this in one of the first episodes that we mm. recorded because I was really excited when I first watched this film. And yeah. um, it was it's basically a film. It's called Parasite. It's a South Korean movie and mm. it's by a very famous South Korean director. His name is Bong Joon-ho. And um, he also directed Okja. He also directed uh, Snowpiercer and a bunch yeah. of like other very famous films. But yeah. this film in particular was basically just so fucking popular. Mm-hmm. And and it was still like, it. I think it won the Cannes Award or whatever. Um, the Cannes Award. Is it Cannes yeah. or Cannes? Uh, I think it's Cannes. Right? In French. Yeah. Because I don't think anyway. they pronounced the ES. I can't remember. Anyway. Either way, it won like a bunch of awards and it was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. It was nominated for Best Screenplay. It mm-hmm. won that. It was nominated for Best uh, uh, da, 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 best Director. It won that. It was also nominated for Best yeah. Foreign Film or Best um, International Film. It won that. International and then, Film, yeah. And it also won Best Picture. And it is the first foreign film 
foreign language film to win Best Picture. Yeah. Which I have to say, I mean, that's an amazing accomplishment. I think like that's phenomenal. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, like, you know, props to the director. I mean, I did watch the film just last night. So like, yeah, it's really, really good. I actually really enjoyed it as well. It's not what mm-hmm. I expected at all. Right. Um, it was just so, yeah, it was just it was so interesting, which we'll get into in a minute. But like, yeah, also, I just think one thing it's in some ways, I think it's really amazing. And this is such a good accolade. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, and I don't know about you, but I have seen in my lifetime, so many good like international foreign films that aren't in in native English, but they're subtitled. And it is kind of, it kind of like hearing it, I'm happy. But then at the same time, I'm disappointed that in 92 years of the Oscars, that no other foreign language films have ever won best picture. I mean, to me, that's, I mean, it's good that it seems like there's like a, maybe a wave of change going now and people are starting to acknowledge more um, international films. Yeah. But I just think it's pretty shocking that no international film up to this point has won that. I know it's absolutely, it's actually crazy. Like, and you know, they always complained about a lot of people have complained about the Oscars being like such like a white man show kind of. Yeah. And, um, and then I think that's why I think finally like things are starting to change a little bit. And I'm sure like how, like you said, what, 92 years was it? Yeah. So it was the 92nd, um, Oscars award. Okay. Uh, Oscar. So 92 years. I mean, if you think about it, like think about, cause this is a, uh, it takes place in the States, which yeah. I mean, even 50 years ago was still, and it still is to on a lot of levels, quite racist. So there's yeah. still a bit of racism going on in, you know, True. in the United States of America. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's, it's shocking, but it's also not shocking. Um, yeah. but it is, you know, it is shocking that it has taken this long for a foreign language film to win. Yes. I mean, it, it, it is, and to me, it just like it does blow my mind because, like, don't get me wrong, Hollywood makes some great films, right? But there yeah. is so many other fantastic films made by other yeah. countries that don't happen mm-hmm. to be in English, but you know, you can subtitle them. And you know, like, I'm just, it, it does shock me that you know, it's great. On one hand, I'm like really happy, and I'm like, this is amazing, yeah. especially for South Korea. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, I'm like, why has no other international film that's not a native English language? Mm-hmm. One ever best picture. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I think like back even like 10 years ago when mm-hmm. uh, I guess like just films are not were not as accessible. Like they weren't playing, yeah. you know, foreign films as much in, you know, theaters. And uh, now I think yeah. because of Netflix and Internet and just like, you know, the world is just becoming a little bit more, you know, intertwined. And because of that, I think finally and we accessible. are seeing. Yes, and now finally, even the white boys in Alabama can go and watch a film in another co- in another country's language. That's true because if you think about it, like maybe <laughs> maybe like oh god, um, like probably well actually it was kind of when we were growing up. Like yeah. the only place that I really remember, if you could watch a foreign film, would be like at an independent theater or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wouldn't be at like you know Cineplex Odeon or anything like that. Yeah. It would be at this designated like kind of indie area that nobody to go. goes to. Exactly. Other than like people that are into film. Exactly. So I can see why. And you're right. Like mm-hmm. with Netflix and with every, with the internet and everything, it is yeah. becoming, so, well, and Netflix especially is becoming so much more accessible. Yeah. Think of all the foreign language um, yeah. stuff that's on Netflix now, which I think is mm-hmm. amazing. Cause like, I know. you know, if you just think of like the English language mm. films, like you kind of, I do feel like you narrow your like view of film and also like, yeah, because if you if you take like, well, Parasite is such a good example and we'll again go into it in a minute. But like mm-hmm. take 
obviously every country has its own cultures and customs and kind of like ways of thinking almost about uh, yeah. approaching things. So it's yeah. so interesting to watch films from other countries to mm-hmm. see their take on things because a lot of the time they're yeah. so different than Hollywood films and they really like make you think. Yeah. That's why I love that. And the thing is, though, I don't know if you've heard, though. So mm-hmm. um, I got really excited b- because Parasite won. And of course, because I'm Korean. So I, you know, yeah. I have a sense of like pride in this, of even course, though obviously yeah. I'm not the one that wrote this motherfucking film. But, yeah. um, you know, there, it's it, it, you feel represented when like finally, oh, no, you're definitely. like, wow, because I know that there are so many great Korean films. Of course, there's yeah. also a lot of crappy Korean films, just like any other film industry. But mm-hmm. um, I've always loved Korean, you know, the way that Korean people express um, their artistic side through like film or even with music now k-pop is becoming very popular um and -hmm. through like korean just you know korean entertainment in general and um now we're finally starting to see a lot of that trickle into other other countries and uh what was i going to say oh but the drama i don't know of course uh, you know, because it's the Oscars, there's always going to be some kind of drama. Um, the drama was that some people were coming out and complaining that, um, that parasite won, uh, because get this, Daniels, they were like, well, it was not, it, it won best foreign film. So it won best Mm -hmm. foreign language film. So why is it also winning best picture? So people are complaining about this. And there was this one oh guy. My God. Have you seen this? I need to show you this. This yeah. one guy, he was on YouTube and he kind of went viral because he was being annoying. Yeah. And he like had like a huge rant. And I just want to play it so that we can have contacts in discussing this. And so you can hear. Wait, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hold guy. it up. Hold it up to the mic if you have it. Just so I can I hear will, it. I will. I will. Oh, God. He was so can, annoying. In the podcast as well. Uh, oh, here it is. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. You got to be shitting me, right? This has to be a joke. This absolutely has to be. Can you a hear joke. it, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more important because the the more times people hit that like button, no. the better the picture. Can someone explain that to me? It isn't like you know the Oscars has you know best picture and best United States film, right? It's like we don't have two chances to win a movie, right? Like Joker, nineteen seventeen, Ford vs Ferrari, Marriage Story, they didn't have two chances to win an Oscar. It was best picture and best picture only. It wasn't best U.S. film, best foreign film, then best picture, right? But no. Parasite had the chance to win Best Foreign Film and Best Picture. So why? Like, I don't get it. There's a reason why they made the Best Animated category. Because Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture. And then the Oscars decided we're going to make its own little category, which, which I'm okay with, to be honest with you. So why do we have Best Foreign Film... Yet, these movies are then qualified to enter Best Picture. True, we can sit there and say, well, just because it's foreign doesn't mean it's the Best Picture. That's fine. Oh my God, he's so annoying. Everybody in the United States is the motherfucking America. Wait, wait, wait. How many people actually fucking seen Parasite? Can someone please raise your goddamn hand and tell me, for the love of Christ, how many fucking people in the United States of a motherfucking America saw Parasite? (laughs) Okay. First of oh all, my God. <laughs> so that's, that's the, one of the, one of the responses. I mean, to be fair, yeah. he's not in the, I don't think he's in the majority of yeah, people yeah, yeah. complaining, but thoughts. Oh my God. I just think it's ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. he, he, there's like no logic to his argument. It's just a stupid, stupid thing. Yeah. Like, you know, the thing is that the Oscars and, and like, you know, the crazy thing ceremony, is he hasn't even seen Parasite. 
Yeah, that's nuts. That's so stupid. Like, how can you, uh, how can you like judge something until you've seen it? And then also, yeah. like, I'm sorry, but the Oscars has multiple award categories. And right? guess what? In the past, films have won multiple awards. So, exactly. Like, it's not like, it's not like, okay, you can have win one award and no other ones. So if you just win this award, you can't win anything else. Yeah. Like, it's never been like that. He, no one, no one was complaining when, like, you know, exactly. I don't know, like Titanic or something else that was an American film won like so many, like Academy yep. Awards, Oscars, everything else. It was fine. So yep. why? Th- w- there's never been any rule in the Oscars that says okay, a film can be nominated for several categories but can only win one. Exactly. Where's the, the freaking logic? And I'm I'm really sorry, but like the film industry is so much bigger than just the United United States of America. Uni- <laughs> United States of motherfucking America. Exactly. <laughs> so like I just don't get it. Like it and like he's so stupid. How many people have seen Parasite? Well, clearly you haven't. Um, like seriously. Yeah. Uh what are your thoughts and on like this, Rose? He- well, I, when I watched, I mean, to be fair, like I did laugh cause I think he's so crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so it did kind of entertain <clears throat> me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like this is a kind of like example of like, he's not, I don't think he's like racist, but he kind of has yeah. that like ingrained, like, how do I say? Like he's unconsciously a little bit racist because like you, you made a good point. There are so many different cases where films win multiple awards. They're nominated exactly. for multiple awards. This is not the first time a film has won in multiple categories. Exactly. And what about, like he said something about like animate, like best animated picture. Yeah. Mm. So if a film won, here's the thing. If a film won best animated picture and best picture, no yeah. one would really complain. Exactly. Like if it was a good film, nobody would complain. But because it's a foreign film in a mm-hmm. Korean language and, you know, a lot of people in the United States of America are not familiar with that kind of, you know, that kind of language in their big screen. <laughs> so they don't want to see that winning an Oscar because and, and then yeah. like it's just crazy. And so, yeah. It's, yeah, if it was if it was if it was an animated film that won both categories, no one would say anything. No one would be like, oh, wait, exactly. it, was, it was nominated for best animation. So it wouldn't be it shouldn't be mm. nominated for best picture. Best picture is best overall film. You shouldn't exactly like take anything out of that. Exactly. And like the thing is, well, and I, I think like you said before, like the good thing is I think he is the minority and I know like yeah. for example we do have a lot of American listeners on our podcast mm-hmm. so I know those people that are listening to the podcast are mm-hmm. probably you know more open-minded and, and you know are actually you know really happy for South Korea yeah um, because I think honestly like we said before 92 years no international film has won that so I think yeah. one it's a milestone for for one for South Korea but then also I think it's kind of starting to pave the way for potentially other international films in the future to you know, um, potentially, you know, win, win that award going forward. So I think it just kind of opens yeah. it up. And like you said, as the world is, you know, with technology and everything else, it's getting a smaller place. It's like, it, it creates that kind of opportunity for other countries. So I mm-hmm. think that's great to be honest. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of our, our listeners would like echo that, um, that sentiment and that they're, you know, even though they're from America, they're not, yeah. you know, he, oh, that totally. guy is a minority. So, but yeah, like, just, I have heard a lot of people were saying similar things, but mm-hmm. I think also, um, uh, what was it? The, the crazy thing is if you're going to complain about a film being nominated for both categories for best foreign film and best picture, like yeah. why would, like I would, it would make more sense to be like, well, that film probably should be nominated for best foreign film 
or win best foreign film because the whole point of having best foreign film was that those mm. foreign films that usually wouldn't get recognized get recognized yeah, yeah, yeah. in that separate category. So the I think a better argument would be it shouldn't be nominated for best foreign film so that other... But no, that's not even an argument. You know what? This is yeah. all stupid. <laughs> it is. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's just like, you know what? It's stupid. And I, I, I think, and the way that I look at it, when, when I saw it, once you've sent me all this, because I actually didn't yeah. know any of this until Rose told me. So, because uh, <laughs> I'd be living in my little bubble. Um, uh-huh. but, then, but then when Rose told me all this, I was like looking and I was like, actually, this is like a really like, it's, a, it's, it's actually a proud moment for the Oscars. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is something that, that should be, you know, people should be happy about that. And mm-hmm. it's a really interesting. And I think from, I didn't watch the whole um, ceremony, but I watched like, you know, a few of the acceptance speeches and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of like really emotional, I'm sure there is every year, a lot of emotional people yeah. and stuff. But I just, I, I thought it was a really like overall positive kind of um, Oscars yeah. um, moment. Cause like, another thing I noticed, um, is apparently this was some other drama that was around. Um, what was the director's name again from for Parasite? Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. So apparently, when him and his his all, all the people from the like the cast and everything went up, they were doing like acceptance speeches and stuff. And apparently, they were like running yeah. over a little bit, and then the lights started to come down or something while they were in the middle of their like acceptance speeches. So yeah. like a bunch of the other actors that were there, like Tom Hanks and a few other people, were like, "What are you doing?" Like you know, put, give, yeah. Like, oh, let these really? People, yeah. And they were like, come on, come on. And there was like a video clip of like Tom Hanks and a bunch of other people being like flagging them to like turn the lights back on. What? So they did. Yeah. That's I thought, crazy. I know. I thought that was really, cause I think a lot of people were like really, they were really happy about that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, well, and I'm, here's the thing I would understand like, cause what a lot of people are saying is, oh, it only won because of like woke culture. Like people just want to like, you know, basically what they're saying is it only won to like prove a point of, Oh, letting an, an Asian film win kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know, when like, you know, when like companies hire like women just to like meet a quota or something. Mm. So like, that's what, and I'm like, no, no, no. If you've seen Parasite, you would not be saying that. It was definitely one of the best films of the year, yeah. if not the best film of the year, in my personal opinion. And a lot of yeah. other people that aren't Korean, I know I have a bias a little bit, but a lot of other people that yeah. are not Korean also said the same thing. So I would understand if it was some like shitty film that won um, an Oscar when it didn't deserve it. But like, I genuinely feel like yeah. it deserved every single award that it got. No, hundred percent. I I agree. And like, I think you're right. Like, it's not like it was like some kind of like, you know, sometimes those like cult classics that come around, like, do you remember, um, what was that film? Napoleon Dynamite that everyone was like, Oh my God, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my God. I didn't, I don't understand that kind of, I know. And I I watched it and I was like, (laughs) I was like, um, that was like a cult classic. Like it was just like people were following it. And that, if that won like Academy Awards, which I don't think it did. Um, but if it did, (laughs) I um, hope it did not. (laughs) I know I would be shocked. And so that for me would be like, okay, this is the, woke culture or whatever else but or, like, yeah or trying legit- to be like yeah exactly trying to be indie and different mm-hmm, and like whatever mm-hmm. else but no i agree with you like even with watching because like obviously i don't speak korean so i just had to watch it with subtitles um but i still thought it was a really good movie do you know what i mean like you know i i've i've, I've yeah. really enjoyed it and like i said it was like completely not what i expected like exactly. even from the beginning it like the whole thing was just like uh what is going on i know, you know? you're just like what is this movie and like yeah. that's what i love about it it's so different from like traditional hollywood films mm-hmm. um not to knock hollywood films like i said i yeah. still like hollywood films but Me sometimes too. like people need you know what people are probably just like tired of seeing the same kind of films but this is and it. like t- mm-hmm. like we we're saying before hollywood has like uh for most of their films they have this kind of like formula that they they keep spewing out the yes. similar kind of stuff and this mm-hmm. is why I think it's so good to watch in international films, to watch films that aren't mm-hmm. in English, but subtitled yeah. 
And like, again, you're going to get like a different take on things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. A different take on love and different take on like, and they're so interesting and so good. And, you know, they're just so different from like the blockbuster Hollywood films, which I still love them. Did you watch any of the other films that were nominated for best picture? I did not. You have you haven't seen any of those other films. I don't think. Hang on, hang on. Let me just look at the Did list. Did you watch right Joker? Now. You didn't watch Joker. I haven't seen Joker. No, <gasps> I've been I've been Daniel? in a little bubble at the moment. Okay. Oh my god, Joker is really good too. Yeah. But the thing with Joker, here's the thing. I I still believe that Parasite deserved to win over Joker, even though I loved both movies. I did love yeah. Joker as well. Um, but Joker did win Best Actor. Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for Joker. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. that was very well deserved because the thing is, Joker, again, was a great film. And I think it was... Um, I watched it twice. Mm. Uh, however, I don't think that compared to Parasite, like the storyline wasn't like uh, extremely innovate, innovative. And of course, I wasn't expecting it to be, but um, you know, it wasn't some kind of... Mm crazy plot twist storyline or anything like that. Um, and I think basically the actor Joaquin Phoenix like carried the film uh, yeah. because he, it just basically was a very good performance by Joaquin Phoenix. And I think that's yeah. what really made Joker the movie that it is. So it did mm. deserve, I believe that he did deserve to get the Oscar. that. Um, th- yeah. The best actor award, which he yeah. did get. And did you watch, did you watch the, Oh my God, you need to watch the acceptance speech by Joaquin Phoenix. No, no, Phoenix. I did watch. I watched his acceptance speech. Oh my speech. God. <laughs> What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it was really interesting. It was quite like, I, like, did his brother pass away or something? Is that oh, why yes. he got so emotion, emotional at the end? Because yes. he was like, oh, my brother, like, I can't remember the exact line. He said, like, something about love. And then, yeah. you know, I can't remember the his exact His brother, quote. I'll tell you the story. So basically, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix's older brother, his name was River. And they were kind of like child actors. And like River Phoenix was in a movie called Stand By Me. I don't know if you remember that movie, but it was a really old kind of coming of age movie with like four boys. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. yeah, So he was in that movie and I think he was quite popular. Actually, he was quite famous. But unfortunately, when he was, uh, I can't remember how old, maybe I think Joaquin was maybe like 18 or something. And then River was maybe like 20 or something. Uh, basically he died of, I think an overdose, like a cocaine overdose or something along those lines. So unfortunately he was there and and Joaquin was there when he, uh, when his brother died. Uh, and Joaquin is quite, um, known for not talking about it. Like he doesn't really Mm. talk about, you know, the brother and things like that. So it was kind of like a big deal that I think he like mentioned his brother. His brother. Yeah. Um, but he also talked about, you know, animal agriculture and all that stuff. Did you hear that? I didn't watch, I, I must have like, cause I was watching them on YouTube. It must've got like cut out versions, but I remember him like yeah. saying he was just being like, you know, now more than ever, you know, and I, obviously this is a, a hint to veganism and everything. He was like, now more oh, than ever, yeah. we can be, we can be the voices for the people that, for the, for the voiceless basically, meaning like animals and stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, he ba- him- I mean, he straight up called out the dairy industry. Let me, oh, let I me, didn't, um, I didn't- Oh my God. It was amazing. I was like, I was like dying cause he's kind of a weirdo, but I kind yeah. of love it. Um, and like, he's so like, um, like he's just like so unapologetically mm. not, how do I say Like he doesn't give a fuck. He'll go on that award show and like call people out. Yeah. And instead of talking about himself, he just straight up was like, you know, we need to make some changes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let me, yeah, so when you get it ch- here, let me see. Joaquin Phoenix's graphic Oscar speech sparks debate about animal welfare. So I uh, I know that he did this to spark this like discussion, which yeah, I yeah. love. So th- I'll read you a little line. Yeah. Cuz he's a very passionate animal rights activist. So yeah. okay. Okay, let me read you a line from his speech. Okay. We go into the natural world 
and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow and steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. Then we take her milk that's intended for her calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. He said this in an Oscar speech. Yeah. And uh, this is crazy. Is, I can't believe he said it in an Oscar speech. Like, that's I pretty know. amazing, though. I was like, this is like the best moment of my life. Um, yeah. But, and, and, you know, of course, because he knew, he knew that that, like, to use that uh, opportunity to speak mm. out, yeah. he knew it would get so much press and he knew so many people would hear oh, it. Of course. Which, yeah. So I could have not believed my ears. And um, it's, it's I was so like, smart of him. Yeah. I know. I loved it so much. Yeah. But anyways. Did you, uh, yeah. I was going to say, did you also know a fun fact, kind of like separate to, well, what, not separate to Joaquin's speech a little bit, but um, I guess he's the second actor who's played the Joker who has won a um, Oscar. Oh, really? Who was the first one? Yeah. Because I Heath believe... Ledger. Yes. I believe Heath Ledger won. Sorry. You, yeah. No, yes. no, no, I said I, oh, I believe... Oh, but after he, he died, wasn't it? Yeah. It was after he died, I believe. Oh, that's so, so sad. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I mean, they were both fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I really need to watch it. Like I'm looking at the list now and like the two films. So the one film marriage story, I think it's on Netflix. I watched um, that one too. Yeah. I really need to watch it. Cause yeah. Did You're you like gonna it? You're going to cry. Really? I did really like it. Um, I don't think I did really like it. Uh, again, performances were great. I think the mm-hmm. actors were really, really great. Scarlett Johansson was great. The guy like was amazing. Like what Adam driver or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I wouldn't say it's like, I didn't. I don't think it would have won the Oscar for Best Picture, uh, but it was. It was a really good film. Didn't um, somebody from it won one mm-hmm. um, Best Supporting Actress? I think. Oh, um, it did. Yeah. Lauren, what's her name? Um, Lauren Drew. I yeah, remember I mean, her from Jurassic was, Park. Yes, yeah. she was good. But I'm. I'm still kind of. I don't know who else was nominated for Best Actress. To be honest, like I. Yeah. I mean, or Best Supporting Actress. Um, I'm not really sure. If I would have, I mean, she did do well, like she did do well, but I don't know if it was an Oscar worthy yeah. performance. I don't know. Uh, okay. But um, that's just my personal take, but I did really enjoy her um, character in uh, Marriage Story. And mm. uh, what else was, oh, I also, you know, I never really watched so many, you know, movies, but this year was really good for movies, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was Joker, there was Marriage Story. What else was there? Apparently the 1917 nom- won yeah, a 19- million awards. 1917 is on the list as well. So I'll read you the list of them. So it was. Okay. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, um, mm. Jojo Rabbit, uh, Joker, Little Woman, uh, Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Oh yes, M- Marriage mm-hmm. Story, and 1917. Okay, so I watched Marriage Story, Joker, Once Upon a, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Oh wow! And You've I seen, can like, honestly all, say well, that out of, of all those four, Parasite deserved to win. <laughs> oh, I've seen quite a few. Yeah, you have. Um, oh, and I did try to watch Irishman and I fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was, to be fair, I was very tired. So I'm not saying yeah. that it was a bad movie. I was just tired and it's a very long ass movie. Mm. It's like three hours long, dude. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, to be honest, I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in a movie. Cause I'm like one of those weird people where like, no matter really? how tired I am, I have to like see it to the end. Like I'm Even like if crazy. It's a bad film. Well, what I mean, if it's, if it's a bad, bad film? film, I'll stop it. <laughs> oh, but you've never like fallen asleep to a film. No, I don't think That's so. That's crazy. Yeah, because I'm really like, I'm weird that way. I remember being like exhausted and I remember it was like my birthday what? going to like see Spider-Man 4 or something ridiculous. And I was so tired and I was like almost falling asleep in the film, but I still never fell asleep. So. <laughs> oh my God, I can easily fall asleep in a movie. 
<laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. But there's also something very like great about falling asleep um, while watching a movie. I don't know. I, I feel like I just mm. sleep really well when I fall asleep watching like TV or something, but maybe that's not right. Well, yeah. Don't you, don't you, don't you like sometimes play friends to like fall asleep to? Oh, <laughs> all the time. That's like my See, lullaby. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't do that because like for me, like I'm a very good sleeper uh, to be honest, but like, yeah, Oh, if you're I have, a very like, good sleeper. Yeah. Like super good. <laughs> but like if I have a TV show on, like yeah. I'm going to watch it. Like I need really? to like, tr- yeah, I, need, I, I can have background noise. It's fine. But if I have something like on like a video or like a TV show, like I find it really hard to sleep. Really? Yeah. What if, do you ever play like a show as background noise? No. Okay, so when you have a show on, you are, you are watching it. You are fully generally, attentive. Generally, yes. I'm trying to think if there's ever really? a time. Like, yeah, because if I'm watching a show, I'll be watching it. Otherwise, I'll put like music on and I'll do something. Oh, so I see. So I'll have like see, music on in the background. Oh, interesting. So, mm-hmm. Very interesting, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Well, Fun yeah, I'm a me. big... Well, the thing is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I watch... The reason why I, I play Friends when I'm uh, falling asleep, which I kind of don't mm-hmm. do anymore because I've done it so many times. And at this point, it's getting ridiculous. Um <laughs> But because I've seen Friends so many times, each episode mm. so many times, I'm just yeah. like, to me, I can I don't have to watch it because I've seen it. Because you're so not many missing times. out. Exactly. Exactly. So to me, it's like it's like a nice little comforting, you know, lullaby mm. for me. It's almost like having a like you know like those um, those videos where it's like soothing music and stuff that you can watch yes. on YouTube where it's like it's like that, but for you, but for friends. <laughs> I mean, with yes. for friends. Well, for now, you well now in order to fall asleep because I'm old and my mind is constantly running. Uh, I listen to like a meditation, uh, some kind of meditation video on YouTube or yeah, yeah like a hypnosis uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally knocks me out, Daniel. You That's should try nice. it. Well, Although you don't is, have problems falling asleep. No, I literally like, I'll get, as long as there's no TV going or anything, I'll just turn everything off. I mean, I could have music going. That would be fine. Like relaxing music, but I just like turn everything off, hit the pillow and fall asleep within two minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously, that's that's a gift, Daniel. I know. That's a gift. I, I hope it is not go for away. people sleeping around you because Daniel is a big snorer. Can oh I say that? Oh my god, Rose. <laughs> I'm cutting out. I just that embarrassed out. you. Ah no, you don't cut it out. <laughs> um but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, I totally lost. Oh yeah. Um I hope I don't lose that when I get older though. Cause like I remember my parents saying to me, like, once they had kids, like me and my brother, mm. like your sleep isn't the same. Like you 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 don't because you're obviously you're worried well not like you're subconsciously worried about your kids. So right. like if I ever adopt my Korean babies. Oh um, god damn. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be worried about them, you know? I know. <laughs> oh god. Um uh, sh- okay. Anyway, Oscars. Shall we talk yes. about it more? Is there anything else to discuss? Well, I mean, Parasite. Mm. It's hard to discuss the film because you don't want to spoil it for anybody, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, we could put a disclaimer and say there's slight spoilers. No, I don't think so. I think people need to just just go and watch it. Basically, to- okay. Here's what here's what I'll say. It is a film mm. that has a social commentary about inequalities. Yes. Uh, yeah. But it's it's done in a way that's funny. It's also sad. It's also yeah. scary, and uh, it's just an amazing film with so many elements. And I think that's what I loved about it. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's like kind of like a big thing of of his movies in general. I feel like there's mm. always like you feel like you're watching like ten different movies sometimes because it's like yeah. first it's hilarious, like and then it's like really serious, and then yeah. it's like scary, and then it's yeah. sad, and. God, there, yeah. was, there were, honestly, there were so many emotions in that movie. You're right. Because there was some parts right? where you're just like, oh my God, this is so funny. And then yeah. there's another part where I'd be like, oh God, like, 
I, this doesn't make me feel good at all. Like what is going on? Yeah, um, I know. And I feel like, I, I also feel like, like Okja was a bit like, he directed Okja, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that film was a bit like that as well. Cause there was some parts, there were some parts that were like really sad and scary, but then there was like moments of like happiness. I don't know. Yeah. It's like really, it's like you're on a like roller coaster Emotional ride. roller coaster. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it's crazy. I mean, and even the title, like when you think of the title Parasite mm-hmm. and then it's like, there's so many meanings and ways that you could interpret that throughout the yeah. film. So exactly. like there's not, cause, cause originally, okay. And this is just me just like thinking off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this won't be a spoiler. Don't worry. But like originally yeah. when I heard the word, um, parasite, I was thinking it was going to be like a, I don't know, like some kind of, I was taking it literally, you know, like an infestation like of literal. some sort <laughs> or like, or like an alien versus predator kind of like, I don't know right. what I was thinking, but like something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. You just, yeah. I didn't expect it to be, to, to have like so many like not level well, levels. Yeah. But also have that kind of that whole backdrop of social inequality as well. Yeah. Which I it's really so liked. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's and ugh. yeah, there's, there are so many layers to this film. And, uh, I remember when I first watched it, I was like so blown mm-hmm. away. So afterwards I was like watching all these videos on YouTube that like analyzed it and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And it was interesting the way that people, you know, analyze certain things. I'm like, wow, people are like really, you know, they're really good at this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I should watch some of those. Yeah, you should. And then I started, I actually recently, uh, rewatched it. Well, I only had a chance to watch half, but I started seeing all of these things that I didn't really like see before. before. And yeah. And now I'm like noticing these little, little subtle Mm. things that, you know, he adds in there, the director adds in to, you know, make it, you know, like have more meaning. And I'm just like, damn, Damn, yeah. damn, damn. No, I definitely need to rewatch it because I've only seen it once. Yeah. And I do feel like it's one of those films that like you watch it once. You're like, okay, that was a really good film. But I also think that it's like one of those films where there's, there is just so many little pieces where I feel like if you don't watch it again, it's like, there's probably so much stuff that I missed where if I go yeah. back now that I've watched it once, I can like start trying to like pay attention. And I, and I want to see some of the YouTube commentary of what people, what they've yes. analyzed. Cause again, like I have my analytical view and what I saw mm-hmm. from the film, but yeah. then also it's good to see kind of like what other people, what other people thought about it. And I think this is why the film is so deserving to win the Oscar because yeah. you know, a film that provokes this much kind of thought and discussion and like is interesting on so many levels, like what, you know, it, it's fair for it to win the, win the mm-hmm. award, you know? Yeah. It's just so, so yeah, it, it's very good. I really hope, well, now that it's won an Oscar, I feel like maybe it's going to be playing in a few different theaters. Maybe yeah. it's going to be, you know, doing some more showings. At least I think it should do. And yeah. I think you can also watch it on YouTube for like a small fee or something like that. So I do yeah, recommend YouTube's- you watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, it is a great film. I'm not going to tell you anything yeah. more about it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, now I want to see all his films. Yeah. Maybe I've that seen can be- three or four now. Yeah, maybe that can be your new mission now is you can like look up all of his films yeah. and just start going through them slowly but surely. To be fair, he doesn't have a lot. So yeah. I could definitely go through. And they're all like big hitters basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Well, now I've seen two. So that's pretty good. Yeah, you've seen Okja. And now yeah. next, next Daniel, I recommend watching Snowpiercer, which is also, okay. I believe, on Netflix. Okay, well, I'll take a look. So... Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be on my Netflix though, cause I am in Spain at the moment. Oh so. God damn. The Spanish yeah. laugh. Exactly. The Spanish laugh style. Oh my gosh. No, definitely. Like, and I also think like you said, well, when it, when a movie does get Oscar buzz, 
um, and wins an Oscar as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, it does encourage people. Like people get inspired to watch it. So like yeah. people that wouldn't have watched it before will be like, oh, what is this film that won like four Oscars? I should check it out. So hopefully there'll be like an uptick yeah. of people watching it as well um, on yeah. whatever movie theaters or wherever you can watch it. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. and, I mean, I guess it is available on YouTube for um, a fee. So, yes. Yeah. So what would you say, like, what are some of your favorite foreign films? If you can think of anything mm. other than, you know, the Okja and the, oh, and yeah. the other than, Parasite. Other than oh, this is a hard one, Rose. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. There's so many good, there are so many good foreign films. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I really I've loved, you know what I really loved? Uh, I loved Life is Beautiful. Have you seen that? Life is Beautiful. I don't think so. What's it about? Like, give La me a Vita brief... e Bella. It's, uh, it's basically, it's in Italian. Yeah. And um, it's kind of around, it's, it's kind of about the Holocaust, but not really. Like it mm. is, it's set in that time. And yeah. it's about a man, this Italian man that has a family and he's Jewish. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. Sorry. And he, yeah, he has like a, like a wife and a daughter uh, and a son and mm-hmm. his, basically they get sent to a concentration camp. Oh God. And him and his son, who's like five years old are mm-hmm. in the same, like he basically like hid his son and like brought him to his own, like, um, bunk like in his to his own little room or whatever yeah and uh i don't know how to describe it but it's just a very good film because he constantly the the man tries to make his son feel okay about the whole situation by Mm. pretending that it's all a game and you know just kind of it's so good. I, I can't. Yeah. You've, never, you've never seen this. No, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to Daniel, add that to my, li- my growing list of films. Yeah. Have you seen? Um, I just thought of one now. That- well, I thought of. I thought of a few. Mm-hmm. So, so one that I really liked, and it was before that because um, Hollywood made a remake of it. Um, they always do I, this and ruin the film. Why do they make a remake? There's, there's another thing. They yeah. need to just show the fucking film for what it is. So basically there was a very famous, I can't remember the author's name, but he wrote the book. So you know the girl with the dragon tattoo? Yes. Yeah. So originally it was a Swedish, um, a Swede, uh, Mm. I believe it was Swedish. So it's a trilogy, right? And Sweden did all three of the films and they were so good. Like honestly, Mm. so amazing. Like honestly, the last film, it's like this whole story about this poor girl and all this stuff that she's been through. And the last film, like, in the trilogy, just like it, even thinking about it, like gives me chills. It was so really? good. Wait. Yeah. So I think I actually did watch the, the Hollywood version of yeah. this. Um, is that the one where there's like a rape scene and stuff? Yeah. It's pretty graphic. Yeah. yeah there's definitely. So it was pretty graphic. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to watch the Swedish version. Cause I did hear that it was better. Obviously it's, oh, honestly, it's the original. This- it's so good. Even the actress, I mean, not, not knocking the actress, actress that played the Hollywood version, but like, I do feel like again, a Hollywood version, it, it never does foreign films justice. Like I just feel like it takes it and obviously does its Hollywood spin on it. And, you know, puts really famous actors. I think Daniel Craig was in the remake and some other stuff. And like, I don't know. It just, it just takes away. It just loses the appeal. Exactly. So that's one. So there's the, the trilogy yeah. of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I really, really liked, it was called um, Pan's Labyrinth. 
Oh, Did I've never see? heard of that. So it's a Spanish, I think it's like Spanish or Mexican. Ooh, um, okay. And it's like, it's a pretty intense film because it's about this like um, child that's mother gets really, really sick. And her, the, I think it, the mother had remarried or the dad is like really mm-hmm. crazy. And it's during, again, like a wartime as well. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's mythical as well. There's like some like mythical creatures that come in. I mean, it's really interesting. Oh, like, yeah. Really? And it's all, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's such a good film. Um, I would highly recommend it. There's so much, again, that's another film with a lot of layers because you have like yeah. this backdrop of war going on and you have like this child that's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just amazing. It's okay. so good. Yeah. Okay. There's so many good films and even not just with foreign language, but mm. outside of Hollywood style yeah. films, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. um, like that's why I love going like when it's, you know, like international film festival love that because they play films that otherwise would not get the spotlight. And I've seen so many great films because of like these, you know, indie films that are finally showing in these festivals. Do they, yeah. When, when Calgary does like an international film festival, is it, um, is it generally, um, the Plaza in Kensington that has like the films showing or is it like other places as well? They, okay, so when Calgary does it, they played in a few different theaters. So they have one, okay. they they play a lot in Eau Claire, which oh, is really? like, yeah, and they do the Plaza and yeah. I think there's a few other theaters, but oh, usually it's cool. Eau Claire and the Plaza and a few others. Um, but they were, what's funny is like Parasite was actually sold out um, before the film festival started. So wow. it was already like generating a lot of, yeah. So that's the one film that we were actually really wanting to watch. Well, my mom wanted to watch it cause she, yeah. you know, she knows all about Bong Joon-ho and yeah. um, unfortunately it sold out. So um, I actually watched it like, I think a few weeks after the, the film festival mm. because they were re okay. re showing it. And yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what other films do I, I which, can't think. Okay. Well, oh, else? there's another Korean film. Okay. Have you watched this one? It's called old boy. Mm, no. It's another dark ass fuck film. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! It's an old movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I don't want to tell you too much about it, but basically, yeah, I'll tell you the kind of premise. Me. And I okay. think Hollywood tried to do a remake of this as well, but again, it was kind of a fuck. You know, it was a fuck up basically. It was a Hollywood remake. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Well, I guess it's because so many people are so. Um, they have like a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They they don't want to go there. Like they they don't want to delve mm. into the foreign the dark, film. The darkness. Kind of, the dark, <laughs> no, they just don't want to get into the. Like maybe they just don't want to read subtitles. But I'm this like, fuck. I have heard a lot of people say the thing is the one thing that I will say about subtitles. I don't mind it at all. I actually quite enjoy them, but. Mm-hmm. I do have to be like fully focused and concentrated, right? So obviously if it's like an English language film, I can shut off for two seconds and not lose the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if it's a foreign language film, like any second, like if I, even if I get like a text message that I look at or anything, it's like, I have to pause the movie for sure because like I'll lose what's going on. So that's one. Yeah, that's for sure. Some people come from and they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't like reading subtitles, but at the same time, like, if you have the option to... Are you really that lazy? Exactly. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. And then also, like, I don't know about you, but have you ever had the, like, where it's a movie where it's, like, subtitle or dubbed, and the dubbed oh versions are so I bad? I hate... I refuse to watch anything that's dubbed. If it's Me dubbed, too. there's no way I am watching it. Like, it, unless that is the only option. Exactly. Like, I cannot. It's the worst. It's so bad. But yeah, um, dubbed films, I just, I just can't. It just sounds really awkward, and I'm like... Yeah. 
And like, it just takes away the original like emotion. And like, sometimes the person that dubs like whoever 100%. the actress or the, the, yeah, the, the dubbing people, their voices just don't match the character. And I'm just like, mm. no. Yeah, exactly. So the funny thing is about that. So, you know, um, money heist on Netflix, Oh, yes. So, so I've always watched the Spanish version with the subtitles. Like I yep. always do, right? Yep. And I don't know what happened. I can't remember if I was at somebody's house or like something. And the we went into the Netflix and it went straight for the English version. Yeah. I didn't notice right away. Well, I did notice. And all of a sudden I was like, what is going on? And it like ruined it for me. I was like, I can't watch it like this because yeah. all, all of the actors, their voices were different than the original people. And like, I, I just, it, I hated it. I was like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny because the exact same thing happened to me with the same show, Money Heist. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I was watching that, which, by the way, guys, if you haven't seen Money Heist, you must watch it. Oh, definitely watch um, it. 100%. It's called La Casa de Pepel. <laughs> Am I Ooh, saying it right, Daniel? <laughs> n- Rose, muy bien. <laughs> oh, muy bien. Um, so, yeah, it's on Netflix. Anyways, yeah. it's a Spanish show. And I remember, yeah, I think it was like the second season. I can't remember. I started watching it in some other TV and yeah. it was like, yeah, it was initially it, I, I was hearing English. I was like this. Mm. I was like, what is what? Is, I was like, what's going on? I was like, exactly. this is so weird. And the voice just did not match. And I'm just uh, like, no, 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 no. We need to stop. It was like so cringy yeah. almost. It was like, ah. exactly. So, so for those of you listeners, I mean, cause there's probably people out there that have just always gone for the dub version. Cause they don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just like, Oh yeah, it, whatever. Honestly, try watching the subtitled versions because it just, the emotion, the characters, because it's the person's voice, right? It's that person's voice, which it means a lot to like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like when they're exuding emotion and stuff that trans transludes or trans something language, language, right? Like you can get emotion from somebody without no understanding what they're saying exactly. So I think it's like, it's so powerful. And then obviously you'll have the subtitles, you understand what's going on. So like, Highly, yes. highly, highly recommend it. So just try it once. I mean, if you hate it, you know, whatever. That's <laughs> fair your, enough. Yeah, fair enough. But like, I mean, just dub, give it a try. dubbing artists, you know, dubbing, dubbing people need jobs too, I guess. So this is very true. And I don't, <laughs> to be honest, the dubbing industry is never going away. I mean, that's not going to happen. But like, yeah, I mean, there are people that, you know, maybe they have trouble reading or, you know, exactly. So fair enough. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. I get it. Like, I, I see why it's there and I, I see why, you know, it should be there. But, mm. you know, if, if I had the, if I had the choice, I would definitely not choose the dubbing. Um, Honestly, yeah. Yeah. And plus, like you said, you know, on one hand, it is a bad thing that, you know, you always have to be concentrated on the screen. But Mm. on the other hand, it's a good thing that you have to be concentrated on the screen because we're constantly sometimes, you know, I feel like we have very low attention spans. Yeah. Yeah. We're always like looking at something else. We're always like, I'm always checking my phone when I'm watching TV or like sometimes I just like want to actually be present and actually be mindful of what I'm doing at that moment. So, Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's very true. That's a really good point. And I think also mm-hmm. for some of the, especially some of the foreign films and foreign um, TV shows I've watched, that's so important. Like, look at, look at La Casa de Papel. Like, that's oh a God, show that a you good need show. 100% attention. Like, honestly, yeah. if you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Honestly, like, you will get gripped after the first yeah. episode. It's just like this show that draws you in and it's just so well done. Like, it's yeah. just... It's one of the best TV shows I've seen in a while, to be honest. Like it's so good. Oh, uh, it just. I I still prefer. I think I still prefer Breaking Bad. Oh, you love. You are I a love Breaking, Breaking Bad dark diehard. I am a diehard Breaking Bad fan. Yeah, honestly, I just it think was, it's such a good. It's such a good show. It is. So Rose actually got me into Breaking Bad, and it was quite funny. Um, 
because we were living together and I hadn't watched it at this point. And Rose is like, you've never seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> so we had one Christmas, literally a Breaking Bad marathon. And I, 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 I kid you not, I think we spent three days in the house <laughs> <laughs> not leaving our rooms, just watching episodes of Breaking Bad. Like we got through like two or three seasons. <laughs> oh yeah. And I watched, we watched it together because I watched it for yeah. the second time. I think I watched it a total of, um, I think three times. Yeah. Like the whole season, like the entire thing. I've watched it because, three times. Oh my God. It's, you have yeah. you? Yeah. I've watched it three times uh, now because it's so see, good. You're it also is, a honestly, diehard. It's yeah. such a good show. It's just like, again, uh, oh. and again, it's another show with so many, like, like the, the, intricacies of the writing there's like so yep. many um like it's just so well done and i'm so glad that they, they didn't just like keep going on and on for seasons like stretching it out they like uh-huh. it seemed like they had a plan they were like okay we're gonna do whatever five i think it's five seasons five seasons yeah and like there's parts that happen in the first season that like link up to the fit like it's just oh, it is it's so, so good. good like the writers of that show i applaud you because it's amazing and you know again another show that gets you thinking and it's an American show and it's amazing. So, you know, yes, it's amazing. I'm sure so many yeah. people have seen it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. hundred percent. Are you, so I know you loved game of Thrones. Oh, I did not ever watch game of Thrones. So I feel, yeah. I feel like when you started talking about how breaking bat didn't like overdo it, do you feel like game, game of Thrones? I've heard stories that mm. the ending was not very good. Well, this is the thing is they like, <laughs> The thing that really pissed me off the most about Game of Thrones, and I'm, I'm probably going to put a spoiler in here, but I don't care. Yeah. Because, okay. You know, it's so over, I have never with. seen it and I'm yeah. probably never going to watch it. And exactly. so this is for you, Game of Thrones people. Exactly. Go, Daniel. <laughs> so my biggest thing, and, you know, jump in if you guys feel that this is very incorrect <laughs> or whatever. But the thing that really irked me is the fact. So I really loved Daenerys. So she was like the, the mother of dragons, breaker of chains, all of this stuff. So she had... A very interesting for the first seven seasons, she had this like amazing um, character arc, right? So like you had this build up from season one, from from when you very first watched it, and you saw her become this like amazing leader in a time where it was like obviously the medieval ages, right? So it's like you know a lot of the leaders were like ruthless and killed people all the time, and she was like quite compassionate. And there's a really good scene that they like foreshadow later on where it's, I think it's like season three or something. She like went up to these slaves that were like chained to this thing and she like gave him some water and um, she talked to her like counsel or whatever. And they were like, um, she was saying about how when she goes to war, she doesn't want innocent people to die. And like, you know, people that, you know, she's, she's going to burn her and kill her ar- the ar- opposing armies, but not the actual like innocent people. And then fast forward to season eight where, you have her change all of a sudden, like so quickly from being this like heroic person that you really look up to that was like super passionate um, to becoming crazy in in like the space of one, one episode and like burning a city one of women episode. and children. Yeah, it was crazy. Like maybe people will argue that like it was a buildup throughout, throughout a few episodes of season eight, but like up until season eight, we didn't have that much of a like mm-hmm. idea that this was going to happen. It wasn't like her character slowly, you could see the character arc like crumbling, you know, it was like yeah, all yeah. of a sudden she just yeah. like burned, burned all of these innocent people and children. And it was just unnecessary. Like, yeah, you know I, I mean? heard it so, was a mess. Uh, it was that so sounds bad. like a mess. 
And the thing is, too, is like her arm, her army had stormed like this the main the main place the I can't remember yeah. King's La- King's Landing that's what it's called where we went to in Dubrovnik that's what the like King's Landing yeah looked yeah, like. yeah yeah um anyway so they stormed it and she had won like the the opposing side was like ringing the bells to like surrender and everything and then all of a sudden she just went crazy was on her dragon got up and then just started burning innocent people so I was like oh it my made God. no sense I just didn't like a bunch of like you know, different writers write that last bit. Isn't that why it's like so. fucked up? I, I, that I makes can't me remember. so mad. And yeah, I'm, I didn't even watch the show. <laughs> I know there was so many, there's so many things. It wasn't just her story arc. It was like a bunch of yeah. other ones too. Like for example, like Jon Snow, who's quite an impactful character um, that a lot of people talk about. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think he was sent back up to the wall, like the, to be like a, I can't remember what the word is, but he, and then all of a sudden they were like, just randomly selecting people to be king. And all of a sudden, Bran, who was like this kid in a wheelchair, that's like, he became, it was just, it just felt really it was like, a mess. Out, yeah, it was a mess. It was just kind of like, what's going on? And it, the, the reason it felt like such a mess is because all of the seasons up until that point were like really well done. And there was like parts yeah. of seasons within seasons. And like, you just felt like, oh my God, there was some, there was some amazing moments in yeah. Game of Thrones. And then for it to all like, just be, I'm very passionate about season eight and how much I hated it. <laughs> like, Crumble. I mean, not, not hated it, but like really didn't like it. I mean, it just, yeah, it wasn't great. That's so, it, you know, I feel like there are so many shows like that where it's yeah. like, you know, it's so good and people get so invested yeah. and you know, they get really into it and then the ending just is ruined or they stretch yeah. it out for way too long or something like that. Like, yeah, there's so many shows like that. I think this, I, exactly. I think this happens with a lot of shows, like especially when shows become super successful, right? Yeah. So I guess the difficulty with TV shows is you, <clears throat> you might go in with an initial pitch or an idea, right? And then yeah. you'll have like, maybe you have the first or second season written out, but then mm-hmm. you have to take time to think, okay, if we get it renewed, do we waste time or like work on the next seasons and everything yeah. else? But I do think once shows become super successful, um, that quite often they'll continue on longer than they need to. Like there could be yeah. a, 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 a finale like much sooner than when they do mm-hmm. it and I think like the one of the good things about Netflix though is I have noticed there's a lot of like shorter series or like you know you know certain shows like for example The Sinner that was another really good show on Netflix um, yeah and it was the first season of The Sinner was one story and it just had eight episodes and it was just that story so you yeah. have a beginning, middle, and finish. You're done. So you yeah. you know after the eight episodes, you get your kind of like full story arc. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I just feel like so many yeah TV shows continue for much longer than they should. For example, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, God. <laughs> have you seen oh, it? Yeah. No, I, I never watched that show, to be honest. I mean, have you seen me rant about it? <laughs> I have, yeah. I mean, I remember f- for the longest time, you're always like, oh my God, I can't believe you don't watch How I Met Your Mother, Daniel. It's the best I mean, show no. ever. Okay, I used to love... Okay, so here's the thing. I've Okay, I'm, I'll always be a Friends fan and I will always forever be a Friends fan versus yeah. How I Met Your Mother, okay? Of course, um, yeah. But I did love How I Met Your Mother, especially in the first few seasons. I thought it was hilarious. I loved their take on, you know, kind of like it was a little bit more of a modern version of Friends. So they had a lot of like, you know... Um, nuances that you would understand in this like modern day and age, whatever. Anyways, thought it was really funny. Um, But then as the seasons progressed, I felt that it was just getting like less and less funny. And it was just like kind of, you know, know when like something feels forced, like the comedy just felt forced. 
And I yeah. just like did not like there were some you know, episodes I enjoyed, but slowly I just thought it was a bit cringy and it was just getting worse and worse. So I kind of stopped watching it after the first few seasons. And then yeah. and then I, I think like a few, couple years ago, two or three years ago, I decided for some reason to finish watching it. So I started mm-hmm. watching it again and I finished watching it. And I remember as I was starting to finish watching it, I texted our friend Christelle and I was like, yeah. oh, I'm like, I should I finish How I Met Your Mother? Even though like everyone told me that the ending was so bad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking finish this shit because I yeah. started it. And the ending, you guys, uh, if you've seen it, you probably like, I feel like most people would would agree with this sentiment that it was a, one of the mm. worst endings I've ever seen for a show. Like it was just so bad. It was so forced. Oh it was like one of the, it was a situation, similar situation where it just felt completely out of the blue. Like I'll just say it. So basically mm. the whole time. So the first episode of how I met your mother is like Ted, mm. like, you know, the premise, right? It's basically like Ted, the main guy telling his kids like the story of how he met um, his, their mother. Uh, their mother. So in the beginning, so it's like, it's kind of a pretty smart story. So it's like him in the future with his kids sitting on the couch and he's like, yeah. I'm going to tell you the story of how, how I met your mother. And then it like, goes back in time. And then the first episode, he meets this girl named Robin who he eventually ends up dating for a little bit, but they end up yeah. being friends and she's part of the friend circle for the whole yeah. time. But they were dating for a while, broke up a few times and eventually she starts dating um, Barney, who is like his friend. Anyways, Mm. at the end the last fucking season they build up this whole fucking season to be um robin and barney's wedding so robin and barney are about to get married they build they literally spend the entire season on the fucking wedding and then in the last episode it's like oh robin and barney are now getting a divorce and then all of a sudden ted's wife gets cancer or some kind of fucking illness dies Mm. and then by the end, Ted is old and he's like, oh, yeah, so this, that's how I met your mother. And then the kids are like, oh, oh, dad, I know why you're telling us the story. It's because you want our permission um, to go and like to go get Robin, Aunt Robin. So he goes and like gets at like and then him and Robin get together when they're like old. What? And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I was so fucking mad. You were like, this is so pointless. <laughs> it made no sense. And again, it like, ignored all of the character development that happened. Mm-hmm. It, I think this, the show ran for like eight seasons. So there was a lot of character yeah. development, a lot of changes, and it just completely ignored all of those things. Yeah. You know why? Because they've pre-filmed, because they were filming it as if the guy was telling just one long story. So they pre-filmed the parts where the yeah. kids were in it because they didn't want the kids to grow up, Right. So they already had oh, in their yeah, minds yeah, okay. the ending. Yeah. So they already kind of like decided on the ending before yeah. it actually ended without realizing uh, that, oh, actually throughout eight years, you might want to change some things because. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it basically went from, oh, like you fell in love with Robin, but actually you guys completely became different people. But mm. apparently 40 years later or 30 years later, you guys are, you know, in love again. Fuck. <laughs> It doesn't make it don't, make it don't make no sense. It's so fucking stupid. Anyways, yeah. so that's my little rant. And now oh it has gosh. been over an hour since we've started talking. <laughs> oh, has it? Oh my god, God, it's gone by so fast. I know. You know, it's just it's like I could talk to you forever, Daniel. Oh god damn. All right, you guys. So that was our little like uh, impromptu mm. episode and yeah. discussion of movies and the Oscars. Yeah, that was fun. I know. I love it. I mean, it's just I'm so happy. I'm happy. I'm so happy that you know, the film did so well, Parasite, and like, mm-hmm. and again, that it was a foreign film, and obviously from South Korea, where my best friend's from. Oh, God dang! 
am. Oh, God. I'll be a proud Korean. You is. I feeding is. Me all, feeding me all the delicious Korean food when I'm in Calgary. Uh, <laughs> when are you coming back, Daniel? I'm going to pressure oh, yeah. you every episode. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the verge of booking my flight. I think, oh, okay. I think I'm going to come back uh, July 8th. That's like the July 8th or 9th. That's kind Ooh, of like okay. the ballpark. Because flights okay, weren't too, ex- cool, too cool. expensive then. So I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait for you to come back. Yeah. God damn. I'll be scared. But I'm, I need to visit you before you leave. Oh, yeah. You definitely do. Honestly. Well, I was thinking about doing... Okay. Well, there's two things that could happen. So okay. the best time to visit me would be... I don't know if June works for you. I could probably make it work. Yeah. Because I have the whole month of June off. So I literally yes. have the whole month off. I'll be I'll in I'll definitely Spain for make it month. work, Daniel. Yeah. God damn. And either we could, like, if you want to come here or mm-hmm. I could meet you somewhere else in Spain or like whatever. We could do both. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. flights, flights from here to Mallorca are quite cheap. And Ooh. I thought it would be, yeah, I thought it'd be nice to like one of the, th- I don't know if you'd want to do this, but like, um, I was thinking of like renting a bike or something and going around Mallorca. Is, is, is that an island? Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a bike. It's, it's, yeah. It's like, it's like an island in the Mediterranean. Like a it's bicycle? Like a, yeah, like a bicycle. Oh, goddamn, Daniels, you'll be a daredevil. No, I mean, it won't be. It's Apparently, it's not that hard of a route. I mean, it's a lot of hills, but like... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not a very good uh, bike rider, but I can try. Yeah, I mean, it, we could take it as it went, and if it was really scary and stressful, we could just yeah. not do it, and then just like... I mean, like, I'm down it. for Mallorca. That sounds yeah. amazing. It's supposed to be... Look up some pictures. It looks really pretty, and like around the time I was looking in June, like it's like, I think flights were like maybe 40, 50 euros return. Oh my God. It's so nice. Yeah. Yes. Or, I'm definitely going to visit you. Yeah. What I, I put could it on do, my list. Okay. Awesome. What I could do too is like just thinking about the logistics, probably it'll be easier for you to fly from Calgary to like Madrid or something. So I could mm-hmm. meet you in Madrid. We could do a couple <gasps> days in Madrid. Yes. Um, then we could Experience come down to the Madrid nightlife. I heard oh, it's God great. Damn. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, then we could come down to where I'm staying and spend a few days here. Yes. Um, just to like see where I've been living. And mm-hmm. uh, we could go to the beach because I'm really, well, I say close, but like it, it's a bus ride away, but it's like super nice, the beach here. So we could do that. Oh and my then gosh. we could fly to Mallorca. God damn. <sighs> God damn. Yes, guys. I think I'm going to have to go to Spain in, uh, in June. I have to visit Daniels. Yeah. And then if you bring <laughs> your stuff, we can, we can uh, record while you're here. Oh my God. That would be so fun. Yeah. I mean, we should totally it do it. So that we're, it's, it's much easier with two, um, you know. Yes. It'll be a very more, place. it'll be a much more natural flow of conversation when oh God, you're not being cut off by technology every two minutes. No, it's, that's what's frustrating. And like, just a shout out to all the listeners. Like <laughs> if it does, like Rose already kind of gave a warning before, but like it is quite difficult because we're Skyping so we can see each other. But like mm-hmm. sometimes the voice sometimes is it freezes. cut out. Yeah. And sometimes your voice keeps going, but your face yeah. is frozen. So I don't know when you're yeah. going to stop. And like, it's, it's quite difficult, but we're making it I work. Know. We're making it work. We're making it work. Yeah. Like, so for example, sometimes you'll be talking and then it'll stop. Like I can't hear the audio. So yeah. I have to just kind of like fill in the gaps because I don't want to yeah. be stopping you every two minutes. So anyways, I digress. Yeah. Are we finished? <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh, we are done. Do we want, so- do we want a vegan nugget today? Mm-hmm. What's our vegan nugget? Oh gosh! Well, Listen to ve- Joaquin Phoenix. There, that is yes. my vegan nugget. Mic drop. <laughs> ah, well, Very here's the thing. Um, did you know that Joaquin Phoenix is the narrator for the film Earthlings? I did not, which I still haven't seen. Which you need to watch, Daniel. I know. I'm just scared. 
Daniel, you need to do it. It's part of your vegan journey. This is true. Well, you you're can not, make me when I get to Calgary. You're not a vegan until you've seen that film. I will. Be, okay, you know what? We'll do like a horrific uh, vegan film um, festival. What do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, at actually on. Like, okay, yes, yeah, so we can do it at my house. And I, yeah. yes, there's also a film that I haven't watched. It's called. Mm. Uh, it's the newer, oh fuck, I can't remember, a Dominion, I think. Okay. And it's the newer kind of Earthlings, apparently. Apparently, I have to watch that as well. Um, but on oh, Thursday, damn. I'm actually watching a film. Uh, I think it's by Walking Phoenix as well. And it's uh, it's called Animal People, is it? Hold on. Anyway, I'll let you know okay. how that goes. Yeah, you'll next have to time we talk. In next time we next time we catch up in a, in a mm-hmm. week or so. Oh, God damn. I'll be, I'll be in... I'll be on my trip. <laughs> I know you'd be away at a surprise I'll location. I'll be away. So I don't um, know. We, we might have to talk after I come back. That's true. Or maybe I true. will bring my mic. So Just we might case. be able to get in. Yeah. We'll be able to get in probably at least one recording while I'm yeah, there. Yeah. That's perfect. Yes. Um, so we had the vegan nugget. So watch Joaquin Phoenix's um, acceptance speech. So definitely <laughs> do that. Um, so Rose, do you want to kind of sign off and say goodbye to our yes. listeners? All right, you guys. So thank you so much for listening. As Mm -hmm. always, we're here for you on your commute, when you're walking your dog, whenever you're bored, just listen to us, tell your friends, Mm -hmm. tell your family. Uh, We are also on uh, your favorite podcast listening uh, platforms, whether it be Spotify, (laughs) iTunes, whatever. We're also on YouTube. It's the youtube.com slash the savage podcast. I believe that is our URL. I'm not sure. I may, I may have gotten that wrong. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to check us out on Patreon and get extra episodes, bonus episodes, mm-hmm. at least one bonus episode per month, you can mm-hmm. check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash the savage podcast. That's perfect. And I will uh, say aloha to you, Rose, and aloha <laughs> to our listeners. Oh, aloha. <laughs> aloha, guys. <laughs> All right. Sorry, bye, bye, everybody. Bye.